Hello again, everybody. Uh, I had to restart this podcast. There's uh, too much traffic, so I went to my favorite parking lot to do my S-curves and try to get things off my mind. So, I was talking, or thinking about talking about, uh, the idea that this uh, divide and rule uh, scenario that our elites have put into place across a host of ideas in order to get people to uniquely, uh, what do you call it, uh, go along with their submission because it's been used all all over the place. It works usually. Romans kind of did this. Well, every every major empire has used this because any threats or perceived threats to the regime have to be dealt with. And the best way to deal with it is to get people who would ordinarily align on most things to start arguing or quibbling over nuanced ideas or things that are very controversial and almost at the core elemental to humanity. Sorry, I'm out of breath. Just wrote about 15 minutes to get to the here. Sorry. Hold on a second. So, as I was saying, they have to get people pitted against each other. Meanwhile, the regime can go about its business of doing whatever it really wants to do, which is usually rape and plunder and uh, start wars. And then it also buys off a certain section of the population, particularly the most, uh, the weakest. Because obviously, if you can get the weak on your side, and the weaker many, then you can get them to shout down the more rational maybe more intelligent the more understanding of what's going on at the top the people at the top are particularly bright they just they just know human they're just they're just like every other human they know what it takes to get in other people's uh, wheelhouse and conflict it's been done to me it's been done uh, probably by me I don't know I'm sure we've all had a situation where we had two people who were kind of on us and then we decided to figure out a way to get them to fight with each other it happens uh, naturally but governments doing this is usually for much larger and more more pronounced and more uh, uh, resource laden agenda in other words they're doing it to get more of whatever it is that they covet the most so, so example, <clears throat> changing of changing of words like like uh, pro-choice to they're trying to turn pro-choice and turning it into uh, an, what was it or not pro-choice pro-life turning it into uh, anti-choice or you know inversion. Lots of inversions. I'm not going to go through those examples, but I'll leave some links to a couple articles written recently, but. They're trying to turn that into... So, if you aren't just against racism, if you're not anti-racist, then you're not down with the cause. And, of course, they're just paying a lot of their... their these. Uh, anytime you see an organization, 
tied to this and there's any money flowing to it, those people are all shills and paid for. It's just the facts of life. If someone's getting paid substantially to, to push an agenda, think about it. they're just a grifter or a shiller. Uh, and if they're being supported tacitly by the government or not being uh, investigated by the gov very government you want to protect you, which you shouldn't want the government to protect you, then you know it's a government-sponsored agenda because they're letting it fester and grow and uh, uh, and then they use the media outlets who are pushing it. When the media is all on board with it, you should be totally against it. Just saying. It's just a, that's generally, that's just the way it is. Uh, this isn't supposed to be all about that. So I was thinking about what this uh, supposed I don't know if she's there. This uh, Pelosi moved to Taiwan. But it's a part of a larger scheme with the U.S. Uh, the, the oligarchs in D.C., we'll just call them oligarchs, because that's what they think they are. They think they're better than everybody. So these people, uh, through their, they felt cornered, not just, the, J6 was just an excuse so they could come after people in the, uh, domestically, but they feel cornered by China and they, uh, their debt, their current financial situation. They know they can't keep on printing more and more money, but yet that's what they do. And they're willing to do that. And obviously Joe Manchin was led a, after supposedly having some kind of principle. He, he just threw that out the window, whatever that was. I don't, I don't think he ever had a principle. I think it's just, he was, the, the, the price, the bid was not high enough. So he said, you're going to have to give me more than that. So evidently he was given more. Now he's all on board with uh, pissing away our society. But I never had any uh, instance to believe he was <laughs> at all somebody who was going to be principled because he's a Democrat for one. <laughs> they, you know, they, just, they just are who they are. And anyway, and the Republicans are bad if not worse, but there's a fair amount of evidence that uh, infiltration has been going on for quite some time in that party and uh, that's why you have the uniparty they're not of they're not against each other they just have different spheres of influence i picked that out a long time ago that the republicans are always meant to or given the portfolio of foreign policy or uh, foreign war and the democrats are given the portfolio of a domestic control and power so monetary uh the cities taxation um that's why they get pissed off when anybody starts monkeying around monkeying monkeying with their grift especially if anybody's successful in their cities because they can't have that success is not their not their not their friend it's their enemy they want a uh, they want a little win that's why they keep on pushing social issues they don't have a solution to anything but they do know one thing if you keep on promising more rights to the underclass, as they would call them, probably, or the plebes or the peasants, then the bread and circuses on top of that and, you know, allow them to go get liquor, etc. Boom. They can keep the, they can keep this grift up. Pro pro uh, provide them with more entertainers. This is just like the game of civilization, by the way, um, that, you know, when you have massive corruptions, then you have to have lots of entertainers to to keep people busy with that. It's it's 
it's, it's never changed. <laughs> Civilizations die this way because when you get to the point where you're uh, totally having to buy off everybody, the Ponzi scheme runs out, the inflation gets too high, and it collapses like Argentina is about to do. There was a story about that today. And a number of presidents they go through. And they have a huge welfare system. Uh, they have more people that are looking for work than are working. And the people that are working are being taxed through their eyeballs. And so they're pissed. So everybody's pissed. So the grift there is about to end. So when that civilization collapses, or I don't call it civilization, just country collapses. Uh, yeah, that'd be, uh, that'll be interesting. And this is the whole point. They're... I think the, the controlled demolition of the West and, uh, say, the Western Hemisphere and the Western, Western Europe and everything, they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to make the dominoes fall just far enough apart, but yet close enough together to get this done. So there's a timing mechanism that they're working on. So Sri Lanka, Argentina, and in Europe... So they started on the coast there with the Netherlands. I think that was uh, put in, put they push button that into place uh, to distract from the Ukrainian errors because they knew that there was a power. I think that was I think that was actually planned. They said let's roll out this crazy idea, but that's going to cause a lot of uproar and it's going to shift people's attention away. Now, verifiably so, it should because I mean I support <laughs> I support the farmers all all over the world. Uh, they need to do everything they can to keep their lands because the oligarchs, the Bill Gateses of the world, and all these crackpot eco-terrorists, and they should all be declared uh, terrorist organizations. Uh, but that requires that you have people who are actually capable enough to run their, run these uh, republics and democracies around the world, which we don't. We don't have any of that. There's going to be a massive revolution. That's just it. There's going to be a massive revolution or this population is going to fall prey to being submitted and, and tied to AI and having a military state or a militarized state. The, the police are just garbage, all of them. I, I have no faith in any of them to actually do their job right or to resign when they don't. But, of course, if they resign, then whoever's left behind, that tells you who the evil people, they get more evil. So <laughs> these people have been coddled for years and years and years the police protect and serve and you know they've been they bought their own bullshit they bought their own their own propaganda so a lot of them think they're doing good but for the vast majority of population they're doing evil because they're not protecting the people they're not actually serving the public trust they're not arresting public officials i mean people say well they can't do that yeah they can they can arrest judges they can arrest they can arrest anybody they need to they're, they're supposed to be capable enough to do an investigation find and find a judge. And if they can't find a judge, then maybe that's the problem, too. We need to strip these people of their powers, period. I mean, the, the system is so corrupt. The, idea, the only thing is localism or revolution. That's it. There's really no in-between. Because if we continue to let this system fester, it will collapse. And the collapse will be even more detrimental. So either you, you have to literally take it over from within again, which I don't think we'll ever be capable of doing, whether it be in the United States or anywhere else in the world. 
or, you know, the revolution. It sounds harsh, but, you know, there's no, there's no two ways about it. You, you, there always are going to be casualties. There's going to be, there's already been millions of casualties. There's people that'll never walk again. There's people that'll never live, uh, that, <laughs> that are dead from these shots and everything. That was another, you know, that, that's becoming more and more clear that there's certainly an agenda behind everything. A huge agenda. Huge profit motive. Huge godlike thinking, you know. Uh, the, we want this technology because we think it'll do all, all these wonderful things for us. That's what mRNA is supposed to be. Gene therapy, CRISPR. It's all intertwined together. The people, the mad scientists who, who uh, think, well, they, they're going to solve some problems with this. Uh, just, just garbage. So, back to Pelosi. So, the, I think our little empire people at the top are about, what do you call it? They started this war with Ukraine. They're now trying to create a conflict in Taiwan. Now, don't get me wrong. China's all all down with that. They wanna they want a showdown. Actually, they want to put the U.S. in its place. The U.S. is just trying to create the create a victim uh, instance so they can get lots and lots of support, like they just did with Iraq. Oh, we were attacked by Iraq or whatever the case may be. And uh, that's what. So I got a cop eyeballing me. So point is is they're, they're trying to create this victim mentality so they can get moral support from the international community who doesn't like them and well from more and more you look at it probably shouldn't I mean I wouldn't <laughs> and so you have this uh, idea that she's going over there to see if she can create an incident now is she going to be on the plane that they're going to take out? I don't know. They, she doesn't even care about that. I highly doubt it. She doesn't have a suicide wish. Uh, but, but if somebody else uh, goes belly up or dies, you know, that's a, that serves her purposes. That's the kind of person she is. But our staters, our deep staters, want this because in the end they can... They can enact all kinds of things because there'll be a state of war, and they want that. I don't know how much or how far any of this will go, because I mean, obviously, we talk about there's no communication skills between these groups, and they did this basically because uh, I think the people in D.C., as much as they never talked about it, yeah, they 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 know they were they're compromised by. China. They can't all be this dumb. They 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 aren't. They they have at least a a modicum of IQ to get where they got. And maybe after long a few conversations, you know, like I'm sure Eric Swalwell got tired of being called out for being a a Chinese banging a Chinese spy all the time. They hate their they hate it when their media is so uh, uh, bad or people are trolling them all the time, especially the commoners. They don't like that, so they know that China had, had uh, has them has them in many ways, and they can can uh, you know create a monumental problem for them. So when you're when you feel like you're cornered, either you're gonna lash out. Uh, these these people are vicious anyway on their own. What 
get them cornered, they're going to try to lash out. So Ukraine was a lash out, and now they're trying to create the same thing in Taiwan. Like I said, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that China isn't been bellicose over Taiwan these last uh, you know, year or so. So both, both sides are in the wrong. <laughs> uh, the problem is, is all the rest of us around the world are going to suffer for this shit. Because that's just the way this is all is supposed to work. This is like uh, uh, a battle of uh, psychopaths, and they're each, you know, they would eat us all if they, uh, whenever the the time comes. But in the right now, we're out circling the arena, watching these people battle it out for supremacy to come and get us, basically, because that's what it boils down to. So Pelosi, I don't know. You know, there's, there's a, it'll be interesting to see how she, how that gets a, a, a broached or if there's a major conflict in the South China Sea, um, that that blows up. I mean, right before the election, perfect, perfect timing, by the way, right before the election, is then the Democrats will be, you know, that brings all the sheep back to, to the plantation, the ones that are just, uh, the, then they'll say, oh, they'll just, they'll morally justify. Well, I got to sacrifice more. Who cares? I, because I can't have those, those detestable Republicans in place. Look at them. They, 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 they backstab each other, which they are, by the way, the rhinos are, they're infiltrated so deeply that that's the reason why the only faces you ever see that the mainstream media will put on are people like Liz Cheney, for cripe's sakes, uh, and that kind of deal. It's just rep and Adam Kinzinger, just, just reprehensible. This just shows you the level. And I don't believe in either either of the parties, by the way. I just believe that it would be nice if we could get enough people to to understand that the idea of America is far greater than whether you have a Democrat or a Republican or anything in between running the show. But uh, far be it for me to try to get people to be principled when you have a lot of people that are still thinking that it's a good idea to you know kill off. Uh, uh, fetuses or uh, people, uh, people in the womb. We'll call them that, even though they don't like to call them that, because they don't want to define life at, at at conception, nor do they want to define it at eight months. They want to, they want to give a woman a right to kill away whenever whenever it becomes uh, uh, useful for them, which is this madness. You can't run a society on that, by the way. If you're, 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 it's morally bankrupt after a while to, to think that you're going to take something as precious as life and exterminate it because it's inconvenient for your lifestyle. Or, yes, you, you were a victim of assault. There's adoption. There's other means and mechanisms. We just don't, we as a society never got to the point where we would evolve to that level, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. We know these things exist and they are, they are used, but we were too busy up our own asses to, to actually uh, uh, to follow along with a lot of good good that could have been done. But that's because the people at the top don't want that. They want to steer the course of humanity to whatever narcissistic ends that they have. You know, along the way, narcissists love to love bomb you. Our government's been great at that. You know. Oh, you have to be a patriot to go fight in the Iraqi war. Got to be a patriot to go fight in Afghanistan. You got to be a patriot. And a lot of people <clears throat> uh, took in that call. 
I'm not blaming them for that. They they love their country, but you know, fighting terrorists five thousand miles away while you let the uh, border wide the fuck open, it's like basically you know, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go fight out in my fields by the the fence line. Meanwhile, I leave my house wide open and the 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 robbers came in through the back door and took everything. Just it just utter stupidity. After a while, there's nothing that they could do about it. I mean, you join the service and you're you're supposed to obey orders your superior officers that are supposed to know better and supposed to be good people i say those in air quotes all the way through um because there's a lot of shitheads that get ro the shitheads usually get promoted and the, the people that are actually good at doing their jobs they get nitpicked over or passed over for uh promotion not always but you know there's a certain amount of that because obviously you have a bunch of whole host of generals and the Joint Chiefs of Staff guy that are nothing but just politicians with uh, stars on their on their lapels and whatnot, which is tells you everything. Just just as morally bankrupt with uh, DC, and it, it, and they aren't the worst. The CCP <laughs> is absolutely evil. I mean, but you know, God, far be it for anybody. Uh, if you're in China, you'd be damn, be damn uh, uh, careful about uh, criticizing these uh, these assholes, and then then we can throw in Brussels and Davos and all of Switzerland, who's the heart of darkness in this whole scenario too, because that's where all the money is, that's where CERN is, that's where the the convention for the biggest corporations in the world takes place. All the all the, the Rat lines are pointing towards the Bank of International Settlements, the the bank, the Central Bank of Central Banks, which, oh by the way, is probably uh, conveniently uh, run by London bankers themselves. So you have these like major connectors around the world, and the more we start looking at it, uh, depending upon whether you're talking about banking or finance or political power, you know, you start to, you know, we're in the we're in a new age, by the way. We're in the geopolitical warfare uh, uh, age that everybody better get get up to speed on about cultures and societies and and if any of us are going to survive this shit, we're going to have to uh, learn to become good friends with people that we didn't have a whole lot in common with. And by good friends, I mean we're we're going to have to come to a negotiated truth. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Well. The enemy of humanity are these these uh, people at the very top with way too much money and way too many ideas and have way too many scientists uh, trying to use all of us as guinea pigs uh, to work out their little work out their little scheme and plan for AI ro AI and robots because they want a lot less of us that's why you know they're consolidating their power up we can't have that they're just stealing from you they're just stealing from humanity they're just stealing from every every person who's tried to make it to try to make a good uh, place for themselves. And there's nobody in the humanity that's going to be uh, uh, left, uh, no stone is going to be left unturned. Uh, and, and of course, reaching the people that are living in Africa or, or the Middle East or South America who, who are far off and don't even have access to technology or very little of it aren't going to, you know, they're not going to feel it immediately, but they will feel it. 
they'll feel it the day that a whole bunch of people show up with uh, uh, weaponry or they'll see a, a shit ton of drones pop up over the horizon and start firing at them, uh, firing at their settlements, and they'll be wondering what the hell's wrong. Um, what the hell's wrong? Uh, it means the rest of us lost, and they're coming to get rid of the last little bit of uh, resistance because it'll be pretty easy. Um, and of course, that's the reason why they gotta do all this divide and rule, get us all arguing over, you know, 15 or 20 different topics. Because they know that. They, they designed this whole plan. They war planned this out. And as far as who's leading our, uh, what hope we have, it isn't going to be from people like, and I hate to bring his ass fucking name up, but I mean, Trump, because he, he's, he is, uh, like I said, he's chaotic. He, he's, uh, he's, not a, he's not a person to be relied upon. And I know that'll piss off people who who uh, believe he did so much good, and fair enough, but it wasn't, wasn't just him, obviously. You can make policy, or try to make policy, and people carried out some of it to keep up the guys. It's never about to, it's very difficult to, to be in leadership and charge and make substantial progress on pulling something back together and they didn't let him do that because, you know, obviously, if he actually legitimately would have gotten everything he wanted, things would have been, well, you would have thought that there'd been enough people convinced, but that's the reason why the wall of propaganda and the negativity had to be put up against him. Like I said, he's probably trying to be a part of a, a bigger club. And you have to go by their actions or what their lack of actions are. So when you have the opportunity to pardon people, there's a pretty good indicator he should have been much more, uh, he didn't want to, he wanted to take a bite out of these people. He didn't want to say, well, yeah, I'm going to pardon Assange, I'm going to pardon Snowden, I'm going to pardon all the, all the people that are trying to, uh, fight this bullshit. Who may not agree with him most of the time, you know, may not have a lot of, uh, um, hope in him or whatever. Um, but I think he would have made, he doesn't realize how much of an impact that would have made in many people's circles because they would say, oh, wow, because, you know, Sanj was a threat to the state, and deep state, you know, the revelation of all their secrets or as many of them as he could get his hands on. It wasn't just him, by the way, you know, it's a consolidated effort of multiple people. I mean, he didn't just magically stumble upon this. He, he probably had some a lot of help and stuff. And of course, uh, it shows how insecure these people are anyway. Tells you how many uh, plans and uh, revelations are hidden inside those the vaults that uh, Wikipedia's is put, Wiki, 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 WikiLeaks put up, um, emails and whatnot. There's a lot of a lot of material to go over there. Um, there's probably a book worth of material there to to be analyzed and tied back. I'm sure somebody's working on that or should or already has, but. I haven't, haven't read the definitive account, so uh, I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope uh, something out of this podcast works, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.